I'm Red Robinson, and these are the Legends of Rock. Jimmy Rogers topped the charts with 1957's Honeycomb. In 1985, I presented him with a rare demo copy of the song, and here's his reaction. This was uh, recorded uh, with just me and the guitar, uh, Honeycomb on this side, and uh, as you say, a woman from Siberia on the other side. I was at Art Whiting's home. He's, uh, he was uh, Chuck, a, Chuck Miller, who had House of Blue Lights many years ago for Mercury Records, I believe it was, and he was, right. he was Chuck's manager, and uh, I sat at his home on their uh, record uh, tape uh, thing, or whatever they had, and recorded this, and Chuck gave it to you some 27 years ago. That's right. 29 years 29 ago. 29 years ago. And you've kept it all these years, and I'd like to tell your people out there that he is uh, giving this to me as a gift, and I really appreciate this. It's 78 RPM. That's right. And I don't have a 78 RPM player at home, but I've got some old 78 records, and I've been fixing to get a 78. <laughs> now, I've got, now I've got a good reason to do you it. You've got a reason. The other side, though, why did they, it, was it because of the Russian-American thing uh, that they didn't release it as Woman from Siberia, and you changed it to Woman from Liberia? Was that the name? No, I don't think so. What happened was, I think, it was just uh, uh, Art put the Art's the one who put the name on here, and I think he just missed this. Thought I said uh, Siberia, so he wrote Siberia down there. Actually, I wrote the woman from Liberia in, in Korea when I was over there in the service. We had right. a singing group over there, and I wrote the song over there. And then when I came back, I recorded it on this 78 uh, for no particular reason, just to see what my voice sounded like on record. In those days, I didn't know what I sounded like, so. Uh, we were trying to experiment to see that. This, these were what we call demonstration That's records right. or dub records. Now, for a collector, uh, people who, you know, somebody wanted to collect some of the old songs, this would be a lot worth a lot to, to somebody who wanted to collect uh, songs like songs like this. I know it, and you had such a, a tremendous track record. When are they going to do the Jimmy Rogers story? When are they going to do that? Actually, they are. There's a script. Uh, I've been working on the script uh, for motion picture with a writer for the last uh, year and uh, eight months. In February, it'll be two years. And just before I finished uh, and came up here, uh, Jackie Cooper and I met, had several meetings, and Jackie is a, you know, is a famous child sure. star for many years, and now he's one of the top television directors, and, and, and he's starting in motion pictures now, too. So Jackie's going to direct the life story. It's called On the Edge. It's, uh, it's a story about my early career, and then uh, I had an accident. I was hurt in Los Angeles in a very bad incident that happened to me several years ago and had three brain surgeries, and it's, a lot of it is about that and the recovery and getting back on my feet and coming back into the business again. Well, we all welcome you back, and it's, it's amazing. You are, uh, as always, a friendly guy, and I hit you the other day when I said, Jim, I remember you with a group called the Fairmont Singers. Fairmont Singers, that's right. It scared me. You know, when I first looked at it, I said, gee, I know this guy because it's been a long time. But I, uh, the Fairmont Singers are a group of kids that I found in uh, Eugene, Oregon. That's right. They were going to college up there. And I heard them sing, and so I hired them as a backup, backup group for me. And we were doing folk music mostly in those days, traveling around the country. You were the first guy that ever explained to me the difference between folk music and country and western. If I could play the tape, but I can't because we're here at the Queen Elizabeth Theater. You said red country is sort of like, I went down. And then you said, you know, folk music's really a whole different thing, you know, back uh, uh, to Guthrie and all of the people that did that, you know. Well, I was fortunate when I started out. Of course, a lot of the folk singers, the ethnic, what I call ethnic folk singers, are real, uh, like Woody Guthrie. Yeah. Was, you know, I, I love Woody. 
uh, my music was a little more commercial. I sort of commercialized the folk music, and at first was kind of criticized for that because I used electric guitar in those days. That's right. And the old dyed-in-the-wool folk uh, singer said, wait a minute, we don't use electric guitars. <laughs> but, of course, now it doesn't make any difference, but in those days it did. So when I, after I'd recorded the songs, and I sort of put the electric guitar down, I went back to uh, the roots, so to speak, and was doing a lot of folk concerts with, uh, with the uh, you know regular old uh, uh, regular old Martin guitars. Right. Or if there is any such thing as a as a as, a, as an old Martin guitar, because they never wear out. No, they don't. But um, I was I was lucky to come along in that era where I could do the folk music and still get away with it. For more legends, visit me at redrobinson.com.